name is Elena Smith and I am a teacher at Butler Educational Complex. Um, I have, <clears throat> I am a high school math teacher for grades 9 through 12 and I teach in Bossier City, Louisiana. I've been teaching um, at my current school for two years and in the same district for five. Um, I started um, in education at first by accident, um, but I just enjoyed teaching and helping students um, that I decided to make it a career. Um, I'm also a third generation teacher. My mother and my grandmother were both teachers. And so I feel like um, I'm, I was destined to be a teacher anyway. Um, and and um, if I could have any other job, um, what would it be and why? Uh, I actually plan to um, open a cafe um, and uh, event planning company um, after I teach, after I retire from teaching. I love to cook and I love to um, plan events and decorate um, for different things. And so that is um, a plan that I have after I stop teaching. And so... Um, Next question, how are kids different now than 30 years ago? So, um, seeing as how I haven't been teaching for 30 years, um, I haven't, I don't have the experience of what it looked like in the classroom 30 years ago. So I can only speak to um, my experience because I was in school 30 years ago. Um, and so I think that um, 30 years ago, kids were more um, self-motivated and self-sufficient. Um, our environments were simpler, um, and I think they fostered um, more community, creativity, and responsibility um, in the students. Um, and so 30 years ago, without uh, the overshadowing of technology and um, instant feedback, uh, whether it's positive or negative. Um, we just learned to work for what we wanted. Um, and I think that our school environment was less intimidating than it is for kids now. Um, so how is teaching different from 30 years ago? So. I have to address that the same because I wasn't teaching 30 years ago, um, but I was being taught. So um, I think that uh, 30 years ago, teaching was more um, just presenting information and expecting students to learn um, from whichever way the teacher felt comfortable teaching or presenting the information. Um, and I think now, uh, our classrooms are um, more geared to make uh, make it opportunities for the students to be able to explore um, and also to be able to learn <clears throat> the best way that they learn. And so the teachers are um, teaching now. You have to be more. Um, you have to have more adaptability in the classroom to be able to um, differentiate and um, be able to connect with the student at their level 
and where they are and not just what's comfortable for you as a teacher. Um, and I also think that teachers are um, more like facilitators now than 30 years ago um, and uh, like tutoring. Um, and then also, of course, you add in the element of technology, um, which is very different from 30 years ago. Uh, if someone um, right now was thinking about coming into teaching, I would tell them that um, the first thing they need to do is know their content because um, that goes a long way as far as being able to um, work out the kinks in the other um, aspects of your classroom. If you know your content and you're um, fluid in your content, it makes a, a big difference as far as what you have to work on or adjust um, in the classroom. And um, I believe that teaching is a live career. And so it's all you're always having to change and adjust um, to the needs of the students that we serve um, and and that service is what we do. Um, I definitely believe teaching is a service job and we are here to serve our students and that looks different to a lot of people. Um, but I think that you have to remember that um, just like being a nurse um, or uh, some other healthcare worker or something where you're serving <clears throat> the population that you um, are working with. I think that teaching is very, is very much the same um, as that. Um, and to remember also that uh, teaching is not usually about you, um, so don't take things personally. Um, but do make sure that you take care of yourself. That is very important. Um, and students are <laughs> a very intricate part of our future. And so just remember that um, when you look at your future, you want to have invested in the people that will um, produce your future um, and be a very large part of it. And so just remember that. Um, one thing I would change to help kids learn better. Um, so um, for the most part, my school's population or the schools that I've ta previously taught, um, I teach mostly underprivileged and underrepresented students. And most of them <clears throat> tend to be um, just statistics or numbers in the system um, and our system collectively for students or um, underprivileged and underrepresented students is designed to make them fail <clears throat> or to set them up for failure. And so um, one thing I would change to help them learn better is to decrease the class size um, for students so that they are able to get the attention that they need, the assistance that they need, so that they don't feel invisible or overlooked. Um, and then also so that they can experience their own success sometimes. Um, it's easy and 
way too common for kids to just get lost in the school system or to go through their um, school careers and not um, have um, a connection with anybody or um, have a positive experience um, just in their environment. So they just, you know, stay under the radar. And um, I just believe that every student should be able to be seen, to connect with someone, and to also share in the success of school, even if it's um, not what you would consider major successes. Um, but a student feeling successful at some point um, does help with their confidence, and it also helps encourage them to continue to stay in school. Um, and so those are things that are important to me and one thing I would change.